A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rue Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. All right, welcome. My name is Rudy Janssen with the Event Design Collective, and we're here in the podcast studio on site at WC, the World Education Conference that Meeting Professionals International puts on in San Francisco. And uh, this morning on Tuesday, the 21st of June, 2022, I'm joined by Lee Ann Choi with Pacific Rim Concepts, uh, based in Hawaii, uh, as well as um, Kevin Iwamoto, yep. who's based in Sunnyvale, California. But there's a connection between the two of you <laughs> that you need to make our auditors aware of. I'll, I'll yes. let Lee Ann, uh, ladies first. <laughs> well, well, first we have to start with aloha. Oh, aloha. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, Kevin and I serve on the board of the Alumni Association for the University of Hawaii School of Travel Industry Management. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm here to celebrate uh, Kevin's achievements as he's being recognized uh, this year as one of the top 50 influential uh, meeting industry professionals. So we're very excited um, and happy for him and wanted to wish him big congratulations. She literally made a decision. As soon as he announced it, I said, I'm coming and I I'm booked coming. my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> So what an occasion to meet face yeah. to face, right? Mm -hmm. So as as alumni of, of this same university, what, mm -hmm. what kind of relationship do you think going to a same university gives between alumni? What, how, how would you describe the, the alumni feeling? I think there's a perpetual bond, you know, whenever everybody wants to be seen and heard and they want to belong. And I do think that um, being an alumni at the same college, you kind of tend to uh, want to get together and support and uh, share, you know, yeah. things. So uh, when I, I think I joined the board, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm, yeah. yes. Um, and uh, I was asked by one, the exiting president of um, the board, Leanne took over from the former president of the board, Holden, uh, not Holden, uh, Clyde Min. And I decided, um, I, I wasn't sure whether I would commit to it or not, because it is a three-year commitment. But when they told me that Leanne was going to be <laughs> the incoming <laughs> president, I said, oh, well. Then it's good. Then it's good. Yeah. If that's the case, I'll gladly serve three years. Because Leanne has been a very good friend and supporter of mine for many, many years. So yes. we stay close in touch. And I wanted to support her as president yeah. of the uh, alumni board. Now, my supposition here is that both of you are MPI members. I know, Kevin, yes. uh, mm -hmm. we've uh, mm -hmm. met before in various uh, leadership uh, roles mm -hmm. in MPI. What? How does how does that interface an alumni association of a new, of a university and a professional association <laughs> or a membership based organization like MPI? Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's um, it's a good relationship. We actually do have a student chapter of MPI at the university. Mm -hmm. So, um, me being uh, alumni and then also teaching event management at the university, I think I just wanted to build that relationship even stronger. Mm -hmm. And you know, me joining MPI, I can make that bridge. Yeah. So I think it's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, MPI has been invaluable since uh, I switched over um, 
from the business travel side into the meetings and events world. And it literally had to start all over again. But, you know, belonging to an organization that's global like MPI helps you jumpstart that process. Mm -hmm. And I was able to network uh, with some friendly faces and kind of build from that. And um, naturally, you kind of start to volunteer more of your time towards the organization. And uh, I was asked to serve on several boards, including the foundation board for the North America uh, part. And I've uh, got to meet even more people and also was asked to uh, be part of the uh, incoming president, the IBOD uh, vetting process. Mm -hmm. uh, and so all of it has just been very invaluable to me. But um, it, it all starts with having a strong basis. Like in Leanne's case, the University of Hawaii Travel Industry Management School is quite mature and they have students from all over the Pacific Rim as well as the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, attending. And for MPI, um, it's you know a global organization, so I got to uh, expand my network globally, you know, because of MPI and just belonging to MPI has been invaluable. It's like the the family beyond your formal education yes, very uh, years, true. right? Mm -hmm. Very uh, much so. Very yeah. true. Now this is your first uh, uh, World Education Congress, I think, uh, Leanne, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yes. Well, I think we also been in COVID pandemic <laughs> quarantine, exactly. right. so you yeah. know, it's like let's get out. <laughs> yeah. It's time <laughs> Do it to in person. Time yes. to use our interface that yes. we're best at, our face-to-face yeah. -face interface. Got tired right? of watching Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What you don't know is that the headset and that the kit we're using to record this is actually a brand. <laughs> called Zoom. I don't know why they use that brand yeah, name. Yeah, kind of like copyright infringement. Somebody yeah. is right? gonna... You don't yeah. want to know what yeah. my you first know definition first. of Zoom was. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are, we're looking into the whites of the eyes of each mm -hmm. other. Um, yes. uh, we're in the middle of uh, Moscone West uh, here in San Francisco. Now, with you know, education being such an important thing. And, mm -hmm. and what, what I found to be true is that if you learn together, you stay together. Yes, right? mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. very true. And in my experience, volunteering for MPI, that's been the same case, as you mm -hmm. expose yourself to the professional education that you go through over the years. Yeah. And it gives you a motive to regularly spend time yeah. on refreshing your own thinking mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. stopping and pausing yeah. from your day-to-day -day mm -hmm. business yes. or university life or whichever mm -hmm. life you may lead and reflect. Yes. Um, I was traveling over from Zurich in Switzerland uh, mm -hmm. yesterday with a pit stop mm -hmm. in Reykjavik and in Portland on the way to San Francisco. It's oh, a long wow. journey to yeah. come, mm -hmm. to spend three mm -hmm. days. Yeah. Uh, yet, I was traveling with my son, who's currently in the future leader forum. He's he's about to go to university oh, in okay. August. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in his gap year, he wanted to explore and get a little bit more feeling about, you know, what's happening in the world after COVID, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. So how would you incur, how would we encourage students to come to these types of events? Because at the Future Leader Forum, yes, there were a couple of students that registered, mm -hmm. uh -huh. but none of them dared to actually submit one of the design projects that normally, mm -hmm. you know, got many submissions and it would be a room full. But yeah. now we're in a situation where it's Ooh. much harder mm -hmm. okay. for students to commit to coming to these kinds of events. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's more daunting to come to them. Right. So yeah. mm -hmm. what would it take, do you think, Leanne, to get your students to say next year we're going to Riviera Maya in Mexico? Mm -hmm. How might we get a number of students to become involved again in what's going on and to build this capacity that we so direly need, I think, in this industry? OK, so Kevin and I will work on this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Find a sponsor to get our students to maybe compete yeah. and um, maybe mm -hmm. submit an application. I think we're a little far removed in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing. Um, these students have been doing virtual studies for the last two years. So even for myself, 
Like I taught this class in the fall of last year, and、mm-hmm. I was one of two in-person classes.、Mm-hmm. I had seven students. Wow! So the students are having a hard time coming back out、yeah. mm-hmm. because they're so comfortable in that other realm. But you know,、mm-hmm. we're in the hospitality industry,、yeah. so I tell them you need to be out there because、yeah. it's a service industry.、Mm-hmm. It's not something that you hide behind a computer. If、That's、you want、right. to do that, then you're in a different field, not hospitality. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's going to take a little bit to get the students out,、mm-hmm. um, but we just have to keep pushing and motivating them, and then inviting them to the opportunities that are out there for them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Kevin, do you remember how you initially got connected to MPI? What's,、uh, what's your story? So for me,、uh, I knew I, I, I had event planner executive friends. When I switched over to this side, they said, you know, I said、um, I switch over from the Global Business Travel Association、mm-hmm. that I do represents all of the business travel buyers and suppliers, and I was actually president of that association in 2001 to 2003.、Mm-hmm. So when I switched over to the meetings and events industry, I asked who is the equivalent of、uh, the GBTA or NBTA was called at that time, and they said, well, that、mm-hmm. would be MPI,、mm-hmm. and I said, are they global? They said, "Oh yes, they have like over fifteen thousand members globally,、mm-hmm. including yourself." Yes. So、um, I said, "Okay, well, that sounds like it for me." You know. So、um, I joined, and、uh, how many years ago was that? Oh gosh, I can't even remember.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's over ten years. I can tell、yeah. you that. Yeah. yeah. And、uh, I got to meet even more people. I already had a pretty big network, but I got to meet、uh, newer new people within this network, and、um, uh, you know, it's, it's just been. Great to be able to see all parts of the association and kind of contribute to that. And you know, going back to having more students involved. So I I go back to my days as a student at University of Hawaii. And、um, if it wasn't for a scholarship from Hawaiian Airlines, I you know I I had to pay for college myself.、Mm-hmm. So I was working full time, part time,、mm-hmm. as well as going to college. And if it wasn't for that scholarship, I don't think、uh, I think something would have had to give. Yeah, and so I know from firsthand that you know having a scholarship to support whatever initiative, program, or whatever that may be,、um, the funds have to be there to kind of help those、True. students, especially yeah. students, yeah.、Uh, kind of pay for their way to kind of do it. It seems so out of reach, right? It, Financially, it does,、yeah. and especially with these travel prices、yes. we're currently facing. Right,、mm-hmm. let's be honest. Yeah.、Uh, um, to my.、Um, Pleasant surprise, but also to to the surprise of maybe my son, who wasn't aware of this space at all.、Mm-hmm. He's going into a study called Digital Society, which、yeah. he said, "Well, I'm not in the hospitality or events industry."、Yeah. Oh no, but no. you、Yet. need digital you society digital. people、yeah. in our industry because we've evolved into that. Actually,、yeah. exactly, we're all somehow connected. We're all behavior changers、mm-hmm. in some way or other.、Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think that disconnect is in the is there? Do you think at the current、um, Kind of in the current thinking of some of these students.、Like、Actually, you know, that's something I've been kind of playing around with because we put ourselves in these boxes:、mm-hmm. fireman, teacher, you know, and then like、mm-hmm. hospitality, tourism. You put yourself in this box, but yet every hotel has a marketing department, a finance department, an IT department. So、right. they do need those other professionals, and、yeah. so I think I don't know how we have to we have to open that open that house. And let others see that、mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. You can go in that field, but hey, explore the travel industry.、Mm-hmm. Has so much opportunity. You can be a computer IT person, hide behind your computer in the daytime, but then you have the travel benefits of being a hotel employee.、Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so I think、yeah. um, we got to open that 
open the house a little bit more yeah. so others can see in and uh-huh. know that their uh, field of study mm-hmm. is relevant mm-hmm. to go and apply. Like banks nowadays are calling on our travel industry students now. So we're there, you know, our hotels are competing for the same employees, but the banks want them because they have hospitality, customer service, and mm-hmm. so um, exactly. it's out there. I yeah. think the I think the field of um, maybe HR needs to help us open that door a little bit mm-hmm. further. Yeah, excellent. As as you were saying that, Leanne, I I just changed my behavior because I think it's extremely rude to actually take a picture, use your phone whilst you're recording a podcast. But <laughs> I, I recently joined this social network that my my son uh, Olivier actually introduced to me. It's called Be Real, uh-huh. which um, um, it prompts you as a certain point of day. Mm-hmm. And you have to, within 20 seconds, take the picture of where oh. you are at that moment, and oh. you have to be real. So he sent you a little link thingy? Well, or? the thing is, so we're now on Be Real, because it takes a picture from the front and the back camera oh. at the same time. <laughs> and then you add it, because everybody around the planet that's connected in your network does yeah. that at the same time. Yeah. Mm. So it has a serendipitous realness to yes. it. That you cannot, you know, yesterday I was in line in Zurich Airport checking in with him. Yeah. Now we're sitting in the podcast. I cannot not be real. Yes. Right? So it's, it's very in the moment. Yeah. Um, do you think that technology, so we're, we're talking through phones and we have headsets on, we're in this big hall here on the second floor of the West Wing of the Moscone Center. Uh, I think we're going to have thousands of people streaming into this place this mm-hmm. afternoon when at two o'clock the keynote opens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you think technology like what we're using now, we're in a little audio micro bubble with three microphones and three headsets. Uh, we have a focused conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this is good or a bad development? Uh, well. I'm an executive at a technology startup, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say You're it's slightly actually biased, a good thing. Maybe, yeah, I'm slightly biased. I, I just think, look at it this way. It's um, When I first started this industry, virtual and the hybrid type meetings were unheard of. Yeah. No, there was no investment in it. There was no reliable technology around it, but that didn't stop entrepreneurs from developing that technology. Mm-hmm. And I would say that with the pandemic, which is totally out of left field and unexpected, if it wasn't for that technological development, like Zoom, mm-hmm. like virtual technology platforms, like hybrid platforms like my own company, um, a lot of business wouldn't have been able to get done. People mm-hmm. would have been at home The doing pipeline nothing. would have gotten com- completely empty. Empty, correct. And even now, you still have people who are reticent on stepping out completely. And so they're indulging uh, halfway through technology and where it wants it in person. But it's great that they have their choice because prior to that, it was just a yes or no, I'm not going. Or the dollar took them away. They scared them away. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so now they can even participate, you know, very inexpensively and not have to travel if they don't want to. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if you think about yourself, right, you you could have done this virtually from Switzerland. You didn't need to be here. But it's what we did last year. <laughs> yes. Last year, we didn't have the choice. Correct. Right? We couldn't travel. That's right. We but launched our book called Design to Change last year yes. at this very same event yeah. online. It felt yes. awkward yeah. uh, at best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But nobody was able to be there. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we are able to travel. But Correct. Like, like you, mm-hmm. you know, it might seem very far, but mm-hmm. if the gravitational pull is strong enough, yeah. you will go back to that core. Yes. Right? And I Correct. think this is kind of the same thing with the alumni yeah. factor. Um, I think if you learn together, if you invest your time and you find mm-hmm. the community of people that you connect to, yes. you want to be with these people. Yes. Right? It's well, n- nothing will take away. We're human beings. At the end of the day, we, we have a, an innate desire to gather together and mm-hmm. commemorate and celebrate and, and you know, educate one another. And mm-hmm. so that will never go away. But how we do it. 
I would dare say is with the you know advancement of technology even now yeah. what's coming is going to be remarkable because you're basically giving people options on connecting right? yes. at their comfort level and yes. I think Leanne said it really eloquently before this it's like you know before we would just bucket ourselves into different categories yeah. you know and we as human beings like to tend to do that because it helps the brain process things better right but with technology you don't have to be in a bucket you can be mm -hmm. anything like when I look back at my very long career I was in sales I was in marketing you know I moved over to technology I was able to do a lot of things just based on what was out there for me to exploit and to use and you wouldn't have that if you didn't have a lot of these, you know, technological platforms and innovations coming at you, right? To connect. To yeah. connect. Yeah, that's correct. So, with time and timing, right? So let's 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 go to that for a second, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. you know we were just speaking about a program called the Event Design Young Professionals Program. Mm -hmm. There's 25 universities now connected across the planet, where professors at universities teach. Um, something that in our industry has been around for the last six, seven years, yeah. um, where uh, students now have access to this very same material because mm -hmm. at the beginning of COVID, mm -hmm. um, all of this curriculum was bottled up <coughs> as a almost like a support system for people that went to the live training, yeah. but mm -hmm. then had to go and design uh, using the methodology they learned about. They have six months to do that, but mm -hmm. after, you know, some people started immediately after class and they were done in a month, and then some people waited for five months, and mm. then they forgot exactly how did, how did it go again? So we bottled up 10 modules of content, which we put in a learning management system. And what we didn't know, this was about a year before COVID hit, is that this became one of the biggest blessings in disguise for especially university professors and students mm -hmm. to actually be able to take this curriculum, consume it at their own kind of time and timing, yeah. mm -hmm. asynchronously, yes. with quizzes, but also the ability to then collaborate on platforms like Mural to actually collaboratively see what others are doing yeah. by mm -hmm. moving post-its around and things we're doing live mm -hmm. on site here mm -hmm. with people in the real flesh, with full bodies, with real post-its and pens mm -hmm. and real conversations. Mm -hmm. But these were not fake conversations. Yeah. These were real conversations using a different medium. Right. Right. Now, with that in, in mind and time and timing, right? So events should never be a waste of time, yeah. right? To, to go mm -hmm. back to kind of how Joe Pine in the experience economy rates the use of time from being a waste of time. We want to stay away from that. Mm -hmm. So those kinds of events we need to get rid of. Mm -hmm. And maybe COVID has done us a favor that it's gotten rid of a I lot think of those so, events, yes. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, there's another category that's time well saved, right? So if you come to this place and meet all of your business contacts in three days, instead mm -hmm. of having to travel the globe, that yeah. might be time yes. well saved. That's correct. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what some trade shows do, and that's what our industry thrives in. Yeah. I think the next level from up from there is you know time well spent, right? Mm -hmm. It's really like, I value how we are now spending these 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and I hope our auditors have the same experience. Yeah. By the way, all of the links to Kevin and Leanne's uh, contact details, as well as the program, is going to be in the footer notes of this. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you that <laughs> favor to send that to us, right? Yeah. So people know how to connect to your chapter, the student chapter, to the university alumni organization, mm -hmm. and your organizations, and your LinkedIn profiles, because I think these tools have become so critical yeah. in our success. Mm -hmm. um, Time and timing, the last step of the four is really time well invested, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? If I travel for, you know, I left yesterday morning in my home in Switzerland at nine o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. I arrive at 11.30 here and my son said when we arrived, 
we spent 24 hours traveling. Mm -hmm. I said, yes, but you also spent, you, you, always, you also became nine hours younger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the problem is when we go back, we're going to lose those nine hours Yeah, again. you're going to be so, nine hours older. <laughs> so, so, so we're stuck, right? Although we're making a pit stop at Stockton <laughs> University to take the event design certificate program there and spend three days together. Mm -hmm. But back to that time and timing thing. Um, we cannot change the world clock or how the sun rises or, or sets, right? Um, mm -hmm. When it's dark or day. And back to you, Leanne, you were saying, you know, we do this faculty forum once a year at four o'clock in the afternoon, Central European time. <laughs> and I was calculating back minus 12 hours for you He's in Hawaii. You're sorry for me already. It's like <laughs> minus four o'clock, you know, like four o'clock in the morning. That's yeah. not a time that I'm normally awake, yeah. right? Unless we teach in Thailand or, you yeah. know, when, when we need to shave very early and, and mm -hmm. look proper yeah. on Zoom, for instance. Mm -hmm. But... How, how do you deal with time and time differences? And what does that mean for your students and yourself? Actually, being raised in Hawaii, we've learned to adapt to that. Because And, and that's what's great about Hawaii, is that we're in the middle of the West and the East. And yeah. so some of us that were in the sales industry had to wake up early to make conversations yeah. with our DC offices yeah. in Washington, yeah. DC. Yeah. And then there's the other ones that you know stay late because then they're conversing with the Far East and Asia, and so Hawaii is a great pit stop to yeah. be when you have these time issues. Exactly. Well, yeah. actually, you know, d depending on how you look at it, you know, the, the sun rises first mm -hmm. for you, right? So, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, how, how how you look at the day is all a matter of perspective, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, uh, also speaking to a colleague from uh, Finland yesterday, you know. She said it's great in the summer. No, actually in Iceland it was. I made mm -hmm. the pit stop mm. and, and um, on the plane she was talking about how in the summer mm -hmm. it's really hard for kids to catch some sleep, but they've just changed their biorhythms, you know, mm -hmm. to sleep more in the winter and sleep less in the summer. So mm -hmm. it spreads out over the mm. year. And so it's interesting how our bodies maybe are able to adjust with these differences as well. We mm -hmm. do. I mean, so like the pandemic actually was a blessing. Um, mm -hmm. I think maybe I took one of your classes during the you know the shutdown because they were offered virtually correct but mm -hmm. and i had i did have to set up my alarm to like 5 a.m to wow. be a participant and because i wanted to learn i wanted to see mm -hmm. what other people were doing mm -hmm. and offering virtually mm -hmm. um the pandemic hit us i was in the process of teach i was teaching and yep. virtual conferences and events was not even in my syllabus mm -hmm. but he sent everybody away for spring break and then i said okay spring break is over now I have to teach them something and we need to do something we're not gonna just not do any events so we quickly put ourselves together and learn how to do a virtual event and yeah. my students were like wow we're the first ones to put on this virtual networking mm -hmm. event and it was a great achievement for them yeah. exactly yeah so mm -hmm. out of that desperation comes the sense mm -hmm. of creation right so yes um, you know, if we're deprived of options, all of a sudden we become much more creative with whatever whatever's left. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. right. I think that's also the art of event design. It's mm -hmm. make sure you know all of the restrictions within with which you frame your problem right. in exploring a problem. Mm -hmm. Then look at it through the lens of different stakeholders. Right. Because right? you as a teacher at a different stake than the student maybe, then mm -hmm. the alumni association, then the university, then, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the potential employers that are looking for these people to come on board with them. Mm -hmm. And I think by understanding all of these different kind of stratified ways of thinking really allows you to peel back the problem in a much easier way. Mm -hmm. And so I think um, I, I see a um, uh, a fantastic potential actually for us to have a, had a collective experience like this because mm -hmm. no one could opt out right 
we were all in this like two-year <laughs> yes. bubble yes, that right. nobody kind of longer understood. Longer than we thought yeah. it was yes. going to be. Much too. longer. We yeah. didn't understand what actually happened, but we coped with what the situation was, yeah. each mm -hmm. in our own ways. Mm -hmm. How does it make you feel when you get back on site to a place like this? And instead of using our Zoom interface or Teams interface or computer interface, we're using our face-to-face -face interface again. Yeah. How does that feel to you? Uh, for me, it's it's wonderful. I mean, you know, I'm a very social creature, so you know, I enjoy and I have a lot of friends who are here. So I'm looking forward to catching up with people and you know, hugging people and shaking their mm -hmm. hands again yeah. Yeah. and stuff. But you know, you bring up a good point because you know, for those who don't really network um, a lot, I think the two years kind of set them back. So they kind of have to find themselves in the confidence come out of their shell and relearn how to network again. Yes. And that's uh, more difficult for some people than it is for others. Yes. But nevertheless, it is a skill. And like anything, if you don't use that skill, you can become rusty at it. Yeah. So there's a lot of social events and um, different uh, social gatherings happening here. Yes. Uh, and uh, some people are going to be very happy to be back in a social environment and others, I think, might have a little bit of anxiety, you know, like yeah. I've forgotten how to do this anymore. Yes. So, yeah. and I don't feel comfortable. So, yeah. uh, I think it's good because it's kind of it gives them an opportunity to come back and relearn those skills or polish up those skills. Mm -hmm. uh, but networking is so important in this industry. If you can't, I think that's the reason why we do these things, right? It's the, yeah. the, the ability to network with people. And that skill is such a critical skill in any profession. It is. It doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. I think I'd be very interested watching WEC um, because we're like we're in the hospitality social industry mm -hmm. type of mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do a lot of scientific conferences, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. everybody's carrying on around their computer, and they're always like when they're not sitting in a room with a session, they're on their computer. But I'm going to be kind of looking and seeing how we are because mm -hmm. I I I'm old school. I have a paper and a pencil. Or you know, but I don't have my computer to mm -hmm. just take me Hide away, and the, yeah. yeah, and for me, it's like I'm on vacation, or not really even vacation. I'm in a class, mm -hmm. so I um don't bother yeah. me, you know. Yeah. Business, I'll come back. Plus, luckily, Hawaii's three hours behind. They're not quite awake yet. <laughs> I don't know. My phone's ringing right now, but maybe they just woke up. But um, yeah, so uh, Hawaii is just waking up. Hawaii's just waking up. My phone is ringing. <laughs> <laughs> These are the serendipitous things that yes. happen when you when you do unplanned podcasts yeah. and you serendipitously meet people uh, together like this. Now, the last time we did this was at IMAX in Frankfurt ah, okay. uh, a couple of weeks back. That's a few weeks and, ago. And uh, one thing that we did notice was that the sound levels, the mm -hmm. ambient sound levels, when a lot of people get together, are mm -hmm. fairly high. Yes. Right? yes. Mm -hmm. And part of the anxiety, not anxiety, but what I noticed is that you get tired by high sound levels because mm -hmm. we've not been used to that for two years. That's right. Because mm -hmm. we were basically, we had a volume button on, it, on everything. Yes. Right? We right. could closed room. Yeah. We're in a closed room. We could use mm -hmm. headphones. We could turn down the volume or even switch it off, right? On yeah. buzz only mode. Yeah. Um, and you don't need to dress up, like you know. And you don't need to dress up either, right? As long as you dress from exactly the chest up, you're fine. You know, I mean, and everybody shouldn't lie. You know, I'm sure yeah. a lot of people below were wearing sweatpants or exactly. Pants. Yeah. And actually, as, as, as we look around, people coming up the escalator, they all look pretty properly yes, dressed, right? People are dressed. dressing back up to get to a live event, yeah, and looking forward to it. Um, mm -hmm. Now, one thing that I did notice when um, when I was at IMAX a couple of weeks back is that. Um, when you're wearing a headset mm -hmm. and in front of a microphone, people are not going to interrupt the conversation. Yeah, mm -hmm. correct. 
even though there might be friends coming up here that are yeah. you know winking or waving at you and <laughs> you know trying to not to, to disrupt you mm -hmm. but it's interesting also how like signals of technology can put you in a different kind of bubble yes uh, mm -hmm. so now we have this little micro audio bubble within a bigger bubble of you know thousands of people at mm -hmm. WEC uh, learning from each other so I wanted to take this opportunity to thank you uh, for joining this podcast um, if you would have a tip to any of our l people listening to this because they are event designers there's a community of about 20,000 out, uh, out there uh, mm -hmm. that are active users of this event design using the event canvas methodology mm -hmm. what kind of you know knowing what you know about World Education Congress about your experiences that you had is there one tip that you'd like to give them just as a because a farewell gift. <laughs> um, Until they meet you in Hawaii. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, let's shine our light and open our eyes because there is so much out there. And um, just looking forward to what's coming up this week and what I'm going to be learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Diane. Yeah, I would say um, step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So, um, you know, pe we're, most people are creatures of habit. Uh, but I find that you learn the most when you step out of your comfort zone. And you also make uh, new networking opportunities happen by meeting people that are maybe on the periphery of your existing industry vertical that you work in. Mm -hmm. But it's always great to expand. I found over the years it's great to expand your network to people outside of the industry, on the periphery of the industry, because you never know when you might end up you know, in business with them or doing something together with them. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's invaluable. So, you know, use the show for what it was intended for, which is learning and, um, you know, growing yourself as a professional yeah. and meeting new people. Excellent. So this is live from the World Education Congress in uh, West uh, uh, Moscone yeah. uh, here in mm -hmm. San Francisco. Uh, thank you to Leanne and to Kevin for joining us thank on the you. podcast this morning. And um, we look you. forward to reconnecting and uh, spending more time together and this will be published and people might listen to it even 10 to 20 years down the line. So I hope knows? so. Yeah. Thank nice. you. Excellent. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Design to Change Designer Conversation Series. Explore these conversations and additional content at designtochange.online. Want more right now? Tune into the backstage episode of this conversation and hear what the experts discuss offstage. stage.